Welcome to the Live Explore podcast. If you like what you hear, please hit like and subscribe. Welcome everyone. I'm Sean Payne, owner and founder of Live Explore Real Estate and Lifestyle. I have with me our co-host as always, Isaiah Chess. Isaiah, thanks for uh, joining us. I got to find out a new uh, intro. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, anyway, um, uh, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, we uh, thought we would talk about the uh, um, the planning commission meeting that happened uh, August uh, 8th, uh, a follow-up to the previous meeting that happened July 12th. and kind of just go over um, you know, what was discussed that way. Uh, so, uh, so kind of jumping right into it, um, on the 8th, uh, they, uh, the planning commission was coming back with, uh, they, they took a lot of what they heard from the previous meeting and came back with some revisions that way. And, uh, uh, what they, what they came back with was, uh, the three different, uh, proposed areas that the overlay, um, would uh, be involved with uh, that way. And uh, um, I think the presentation overall, again, was a, was a good presentation. Um, I thought, uh, I don't know about the Google Street View. I really didn't like that when that, I thought that was a little confusing going around. But overall, I thought the, 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 uh, the information was, again, very informative. You do get a lot of information thrown at you, so it's 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 uh, it's understandable that you can get a little bit confused that way. I'd say that anyone that's planning on going to those meetings, it's it's probably beneficial to review the slides beforehand, just so you have some understanding yes. of. Otherwise, it's it's a lot to understand all at once while they're all reading through it. Yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, I, I think it's to the benefit of the meeting and everyone that 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 everyone comes in with some understanding. Uh, if you're planning on going to the meeting, yeah. If you're planning on going to the meeting, and asking questions, um, it's good to review uh, the, the information packet beforehand. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're totally right because uh, going in there kind of blind and then trying to pick up is just impossible. And I know some right. people try to d- do that, and it's just probably overwhelming for them. So, right. and for some context for those that don't understand what was happening, is there was a an initial overlay that covered much of the downtown area, and there is a lot of uh, uh, dislike for that plan because it included a lot of sites that were uh, on the historic registrar. The new plan, which you know you'll go into, it included just three smaller revised sites, which right. uh, the planning commission viewed um, as, or, or the team that put together a proposal viewed as uh, more of the underutilized sites rather than just a blanket overlay of the entire downtown. Right, right. Uh, I I can't remember. Were they really reduced from the July twelfth meeting, or were they reduced previously to that? I, I thought that they were that they were somewhat similar to the July twelfth meeting. Was that not the case? I believe the July twelfth. I I believe they came out right after because when we went to the No Before You Grow meeting. I think that was after the July 12th meeting and that was, that was the new plan, but it hadn't yet been oh, okay. brought to I'm the planning confused. commission. Right, right, right. There's so many iterations. These yeah, exactly. I, I can't, I can't keep track, but yeah. let's just like let's jump to this meeting. So, so you have these three overlays that have been reduced over time. Um, one uh, is really right around the corner, a couple of are right around the corner from us, but uh, the, 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 what's created, made this sort of controversial is you have the proposed hotel site around the corner. Um, and uh, this overlay would affect those parcels. Um, it would affect uh, the hotel parcels, um, 
Rex hardware, which is already there, which which wouldn't be affected. And then the, the vacant lots behind it that way is what that overlay would be. And then there's two other overlays. Um, you know, we should probably should have brought a map up. Um, but but they're, they're areas sort of over by uh, uh, Petaluma Market area um, uh, is the, a couple areas that are seen as under underutilized that way. So they were trying to put that, that overlay uh, uh, through that way. Uh, so, um, you know, uh, a lot of discussion about that. Um, you know, uh, again, uh, I think that uh, it's really tough when you go to these meetings that you're not going to get, uh, I would say, a, a balanced picture of what these projects are a lot of times. And, uh, you know, we both spoke at the meeting and uh, and both brought up this point that, you know, uh, this is this is becoming somewhat of a generational argument that way, that, uh, that you know, we have uh, a certain portion of uh, the population that, that really doesn't want things to change. And I think that was really clear in what they said. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, over and over again, it was, you know, we don't want things to change or things are changing too quickly. I and I heard some people saying that we... We like the blighted sites. We like yes. the the underutilization that we have here, which right. was unfortunate to hear. Yes, ex- exactly. But that's but that's that's a. I mean, I think it it solidified exactly what's going on here is that you have one portion of the population that wants, you know, smart change, and one one portion that really doesn't want any change. And uh, you know, I, I break this down into like I, I see this as like an argument of protecting the policies that created. A, are issues to begin with. That's that's what we're talking about here. And you know what? I mean, I can understand that like this is sort of an uncomfortable conversation and people like, don't like to to uh, have that, but I think it's it's really important for the the future vitality of Petaluma and, and its downtown to identify this. And uh, a lot of the opposition are uh, at an age bracket that 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 they're not going to be enjoying the ta- the downtown for decades to come, you know. And I just I really hope that we don't hamper or or do something that uh, doesn't allow economic prosperity um, in downtown, so that the younger generations like you and I can enjoy it that way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that was one of the biggest points that I brought up in the meeting is that I'd say I'm gonna go out on a whim and say 99% of the opposition, maybe it's slightly less, at least over 90% of the opposition won't won't be in the downtown in the next two decades. Right. They, they won't be using next, it. Yeah. Probably not in the next decade right. for that matter. Right. So it's, we should listen to uh, the future generations that actually will be enjoying the downtown for five decades, 10 decades, uh, because in, in that time, it's, it's going to be bigger buildings that attract people, not a, a small little one story building uh, in a downtown area. Yeah, yeah, well, let's like, you know, let's go back to this again. Uh, the reason why we are here is because there was a smaller project proposed. It was a national brand that was using um, one of the their boutique branding. So I can't remember exactly who, who it was. It was the Hilton and they're using like their boutique brand. So it wouldn't be called the Hilton. Right. Um, but the city at the time, the, the feedback from the city was that they didn't like that. They wanted a totally upscale boutique brand, uh, boutique, uh, brand hotel at that point. So that's when the developer went back to the drawing board, redid it and said, we can do that, but we have to make the project b- bigger to co- uh, cover these costs. That being said, you know, um, you know, there was a lot of talk, you know, about uh, the blight of the city, and some people again liked it. You know, uh, there there was, uh, and this is this is a comment that we've heard kind of over and over again. Um, well, why don't we just turn this into a park? You know, and so one, um, you know, I'm for 
property rights. So if someone owns a property and and they can do a project within the zoning, uh, and it's a benefit to the city, um, you know, I, I think they should be allowed to do it that way. Uh, everyone coming in and, and, and being oh no, we want to put a park there on your land. That that really kind of rubs me the wrong way. But regardless of that, let's talk about finances. I mean, here in 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 the city of Petaluma, we have other projects that have been approved, but that haven't been started or completed because the fu- the funding is not there. So if if those projects can't be completed, we're going to put another project in place, another park in place that that we there's no funding mechanism to 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 install it and then to maintain it over over time. Right. And I don't, I don't think people realize that. No, we, we can't even maintain the public um, works products that we have currently on the table. So putting a, an additional burden on the city, I think, is irresponsible. Right. No. And, and, and you know what? I encourage for everyone listening to this podcast, go out and Google everything that Isaiah and I say because, you know, we're probably going to be about 75% right. Uh, but uh, but so I, I believe the single biggest entity that brought in the most tax revenue in the city of Petaluma was the Petaluma Hotel. I mean, hotels bring in a lot of tax revenue. And so, I mean, I think here's the argument is like, how do we keep Petaluma, Petaluma? You know, let's talk about the fairgrounds. We, you know, we've been we've been mm-hmm. working on a project down there. That that's fifty five acres. Talk about underutilized fifty five acres of of uh, prime land that could be developed for a variety of projects. Now, I don't think it should be. I think it should uh, stay, um, you know, a racetrack, and I think we should put other um, uses around that and try to find out how to utilize it. But I don't want to get rid of it because that is a big part of our culture. But how do we keep that? Like we need tax it, revenue. Yeah, we need tax revenue. It's projects like the hotel that will allow us to keep the racetrack in place. Mm-hmm. You know, again, uh, um, again, uh, feel free to do your own research. But um, from the 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 estimates of what the tax, uh, what the hotel will bring in, what the project will bring in, uh, I mean, that little was it six tenths of an acre, seven tenths of an acre? I can't remember. Um, that little lot, uh, when the hotel goes in, will bring in one point five times the tax revenue of what we currently get from the fairgrounds on a yearly basis. Like like that's. That's crazy. That just shows you how underutilized that 55 acres is. Right. But if you want to keep it and, and keep it that way and keep, you know, uh, uh, that is a part of Petaluma, um, then it's projects like these that need to get improved. I think that's the argument that people need, or not the argument, that pe- the conversation that people need to have is that if they want Petaluma to remain the way it is now and their whole argument is keeping Petaluma whole, you have to kind of pick and choose something. So right. what's more important to you, having uh, – having a historic thing like the fairgrounds that's been going on for generations. I mean, people have been going to the, 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 uh, the races right. for generations. If you want to take that away, um, well then, or, yeah. I, or I guess I should say, if you want to keep that, then you should look at what needs to be done to keep that in place. It, exactly. There's no way that we're going to be able to keep everything exactly how it is. I, I wouldn't want that. We have to change. We have to evolve. And, and so it just shows like, okay, well, you kind of, pick and choose. How do you want to evolve that way? If you want to keep something like the racetrack, then we need to generate revenue to, to cover those ex, uh, expenses that way. You know, I, I think it's also important to note that like, you know, full disclosure, um, we're uh, a real estate company. Uh, we reach out to pretty much every developer, builder, any project that's coming down the road, we reach out to them and uh, we offer for them to come on the podcast and talk about it and get that, get, you know, let, let the public know from firsthand what they're doing. And that's what we did with EKN. That's our relationship with EKN. Um, 
they were really gung ho to come on the podcast, which we were really cool. Uh, you know, mm. I think it was probably like our, our, our one of our first big guests that way, right? Yeah, it was probably. Gosh, eight months ago now? Yeah, right. And so we were starting this. We were really excited. And we heard about the project, and and it seemed like a great project. Like, I just, again, like, I'm, I'm totally for it. I see it as a, a, a plus to downtown. Again, we're right downtown around the corner. You know, we, we have issues of homelessness and things of that nature. Graffiti. I, graffiti. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, so I just don't see how, like, more economic app- uh Opportunity having more people around uh, is a bad thing that way, and I just hope that everyone will disclose what their what their like uh, relationship is. I mean, in terms of like the argument to the hotel, the biggest opposition to this hotel online and at these meetings is someone who has an interest in a hotel that's already here, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think people realize that that like um, uh, you know that that uh, a lot of the opposition. They're not coming out and saying, hey, I, I, I have an interest in a hotel here, and this is why I have these concerns. It's more of like, no, this doesn't fit, things of this nature. Uh, I, I just wish people would be more honest and be, you know, uh, just full disclosure that way so everyone knows what's going on. So, right. So Yeah, it, that's a, a big point that is being missed in arguments coming from the opposition. Right, right. And yeah, and I, and I just don't think that everyone understands, like, you know, hey, this is someone that that has a certain interest in it, and uh, I don't understand why you wouldn't disclose that. And all the all the uh, uh, online um, you know topics you've brought on, why not lead with that? It's going to come out, and it's going to be very unfortunate when all of those arguments look useless well, after it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about that, but I just I just think that like yeah, just why not come out you know initially and obviously there's a. a, a you're going to have a certain viewpoint being that you already own a hotel that way. So um, overall, you know, like, uh, but that getting back to the meeting, I mean, the, the public comment was, was uh, uh, you and I were the only ones uh, that were in favor of the overlay and present uh, that were present. Yeah. At that, uh, at that meeting. And then the, uh, I don't know, the other um, 15 speakers that spoke were against it. But again, I think it's important to note that, that we made a commitment to go to this meeting. A lot of people like, you know, our generation, they're not in a place to, to make these commitments to these meetings where you can be in there until like midnight, one, two in the morning. They have kids that they have to right. take care of. They have to get a babysitter if they're going to come to this meeting. You know, they have to get up early the next day. They got to get their kids off, things of that nature. So uh, when people look at these meetings and the recording, don't think that that's a true representation of the community right. at all. I just think it's really important to note that, that, that there is an older generation that, that um, you know, they're retired. Their, their, their careers are, uh, uh, you know, if, if they're not retired, it's their, their careers are closer to the, the end of their careers than the beginning. You know, they're not trying to become established that way. And so they have, uh, they have, I don't want to say less responsibilities, but th- th- it's easier for them to make those meetings that way. And I right. think that's really important to know. And that's just a reality. That's not being mean or that's not being, um, I don't know, I'm not trying to cause problems, but that's just a reality. Right. So. Right. Um, anyway, uh, I thought it was overall, um, I thought it was, a, you know, again, an informative meeting that way. Um, I encourage you that uh, if you've heard about this project, um, to, to, to study it on your own. Don't look at the noise, uh, generally the noise online. Or if you do look at the noise online, get a little perspective about who's saying it that way. And, uh, um, you know, if you have any questions, we're, we're happy to uh, answer the questions of why we're in favor of it. And if you
you have additional questions, you know, I'd suggest uh, reaching out to EKN, the developer, Appalachian, um, mm -hmm. the managing partner, and we can help you with that. So yeah, Appalachian has done a great job of being present for meetings and public awareness. So right. anyone that has questions with it, they'd be happy to answer yeah. if we can't. And again, like here you have a group, you have Charlie Palmer, um, who has a very good track record up in Healdsburg and, and now Appalachian, the company he's created. I really see this as an opportunity, you know, like, like, like here's someone who sees projects through that way. So it just seems like um, a good solution that we need here in the town anyway. So certainly anything else that you want to cover? No, I, uh, I want to talk about parking, but I think that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, that's a little convoluted. We can come. Yeah. That's a that's a whole other podcast in itself that way. Yeah. So. Cool. So. All right. Well, um, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. Um, if we can't answer them, we will get you in touch with uh, the developer Appalachian. Um, if you liked this episode, please hit like and subscribe. I'm Sean Payne, owner and founder of Live Explorer, and uh, Isaiah Chass, our founding agent. Thanks for joining us today. See you guys next time. Welcome to the Live Explorer podcast. If you like what you hear, please hit like and subscribe.